Absolutely. And what, what I really learned early on was if I continued to see the Lord as the source of my problem, he couldn't be the source of my solution. Well said. And wow. so, uh, so, you know, our hearts just changed me and my wife and, uh, uh, the Lord took us in a really interesting direction and uh, it was always interesting to see where he was taking us and where we ended up. It certainly yeah. wasn't necessarily where we thought we were going. Come on, where you, you start, know? where you start is not mm -hmm. where you should finish, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business, inspiring entrepreneurs to be kingdom-minded. We wanna thank you for joining us today. Today, I've got a special guest with us, Ken Bell, good friend of mine uh, for the past almost 13 years. Uh, Ken has successfully grown one of the largest uh, HVAC companies here in the Coastal Bend over the past 20 years. Uh, I've had the privilege of knowing him um, Actually, we, I think we met each other at, uh, at church, yep. one of the first places we met mm -hmm. as we were visiting churches. Um, today's message is going to be, how do you know when it's time to sell? How do you know when it's time to sell your business, your service business? Mm -hmm. And so uh, Ken has uh, done that successfully. He's, um, uh, he's given me some advice and with some of the businesses that we own. And so I've really uh, grown to appreciate our relationship uh, even more yes. so. Amen. So, uh, so welcome. Thank you. Glad, good to be here. Uh, appreciate coming on and uh, just you asking me to be here. Uh, it's an honor. It's an honor. I had to twist your arm a little bit. Well, it wasn't because I didn't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, Ken's a busy guy. Ken has a lot going on. Um, and uh, you and I have been working together for the past, what, almost two years now? Mm -hmm. Right? Contracting mm -hmm. and yeah, at least work two together. years. Yep. And so I've, uh, I've, but I have to say a funny story. When I first met Ken, uh, we were visiting churches. Megan and I had just moved to Corpus Christi with our three little girls. Mm. And this was in 2011. And we wound up at uh, the Summit Church, was mm. what the name was then. Mm -hmm. And I see Ken in there with his three little girls uh, and your son. Mm hmm. Because Isaac was born. Yes. This would, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely. Yeah. And I was, I yeah. was somewhat envious of this guy's got three girls and he's got his boy. <laughs> and I, I was like, man, I just hadn't gotten my boy yet. And so uh -huh. I said, I think it's possible. So you mm -hmm. were a bit of motivation for me All right. uh, for us to keep the trying. Circle was complete. It was, it was there. So, but I saw Ken, he was leading, you must have been leading, was it the youth? I think you're doing, you were like youth pastoring, interim pastoring. What were you doing? Mm -hmm. I was, I was the interim youth pastor. I had been the youth pastor there at the church uh, for five years, had stepped down uh, for about a year or two, and then had to step back in when we, you know, yeah. some folks stepped down yeah. in an interim capacity. Absolutely. And uh, did that interim so role you're, for okay, three so, years. So Ken's in there. He's got the disco lights going. He's got, oh, the, yeah. te he's got the techno mm -hmm. beats going. And he's like, yeah. Praise yes. party for Jesus. I'm yes, like, sir. I'm like, this guy mm -hmm. knows how to bring the fun for yep. these kids. It was, yep. I, it was super fun. And then I come to find out, I'm like, well, what do you do for work? <laughs> oh, and you're, you're, you're in an HVAC, you're an mm -hmm. HVAC contractor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that yes, was, sir. that was your background. Absolutely. So when did yes, you sir. get into HVAC? Uh, well, you know, once I had, uh, failed out of other industries, uh, <laughs> and, uh, had gotten into H, uh, HVAC by accident, uh, I was doing a lot of warehouse work and, uh, you know, inventory shipping and receiving mm -hmm. and had applied at a HVAC company here in that regard to try to come on as a warehouse guy. Right. And uh, the guy was like, hey, do you want to learn how to be a technician? And I was like, sure. That's you know, cool. needed needed work, needed the money. So uh, I actually jumped in with this guy for three weeks in uh, in a truck with him. So my training in the industry, my formal training was a three week 
on the crash job. course. On and the then job crash course. Yep. And then he put me in a truck and sent me out. Uh, so that I could start <laughs> totally screwing up air conditioners around town until then, I learned how to figure it out. And then come back it, around and fix them. Yep. Woo! Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. So it was just really by accident. I feel like I feel like it was more of a God-ordained kind of direction. Were you uh, walking with the Lord at this point? No. No, not at all. Uh, okay. I, as a young man, I was. You know, I, yeah. I was a solid believer until about my high school years. And yeah. then uh, I just started looking over the fence at the at the the lure of the world sure. and uh just embarked on a pretty dark time understood uh and then coming back uh that's whenever the lord uh reignited i was doing a lot of hvac during uh i'll just call it my fall yeah during that fallen state yeah, uh, yeah. so i was learning it and, and doing it and then uh once the lord called me back and and uh established you, I made that decision. You. yeah i made that decision to give my life back to the lord uh then uh, you know he began to add himself to what I was doing. Before it was just labor and toil. Come on, uh, and well then, said. Uh, uh, but it was you know I was trying to earn a living for my family and 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 all that. But it just uh, it was just always falling short. Well uh, said. I yeah. think that's a good point. You know, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people out there that that wonder why their life kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they just put all the emphasis. Well, God, why aren't you helping me? Yeah. And and to, yeah. to the point you've just made, and I think that resonates with a ton mm -hmm. of people. Is it was until I turned back to God mm -hmm. that He then started correcting my life, yeah. yep. and making things actually turn out. Yeah, absolutely. And what what I really learned early on was if I continued to see the Lord as the source of my problem, He couldn't be the source of my solution. Well said. And wow. so uh, so you know our hearts just changed, me and my wife, and. Uh, uh, the Lord took us in a really interesting direction, and uh, it was always interesting to see where He was taking us and where we ended up. It certainly yeah. wasn't necessarily where we thought we were going. Come on, where you, you start, know? where you start is not mm -hmm. where you should finish, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. so at 24, you get into the HVAC service business. You mm -hmm. get on the job training, apprenticed, mm -hmm. journeyman. You become, and you've yep. basically worked yourself up. You got your master's license. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. Yep. And, and what what age did you get your master's? Uh, it wasn't really until I uh, till I purchased. The business, my, my business, yeah. Wow. And so, so wait a minute. So how did you go from the guy who's doing a ride along in a truck mm -hmm. to purchasing the company? How did that happen? Well, uh, I, w I worked for a lot of different companies. Uh, I wouldn't say it, I was a great employee for the most part. Uh, <laughs> but you were there. I was there, and you were I was diligent. learning, and Come I was on. growing in the industry. <laughs> and I have a, you know, uh, one of my giftings is to do things well. So when I was a train wreck. I was doing that very well. <laughs> you know, I was destroying my life at a very fast very pace. Fast pace, wow. But whenever that switched, then that's those same giftings that were already in me began to be used in the right direction. Mm. And that's when I began to see blessing and began to grow and Come began on. to advance. And it was it was hard, but uh, you know, God was faithful through the whole thing. And right. so he opened doors. You know, we all have opportunities come our way. We do. We live in the land of opportunity. We do. And, yes, and we do. so it's not for a lack of opportunity. Yeah. That we fail. Come on. Yeah. You know, so we fail within within our own, uh, you know, functioning. When it's left up to us. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we leave it all up to ourselves. Absolutely. I think to Absolutely. your point, that's where failure is kind yeah. of birthed and, and dies is right yeah. there. Yeah. And so we had an opportunity come our way to purchase a business and uh, we almost didn't do it. Well, that's a risky, risky thing, too. Right. It's scary. We had no idea how to run a business. Come on. Uh, you know, I, I knew how to add and subtract. Was this 2000? Uh, what year was uh, this? This would have been 2008. Wow, just before the crash. Right during during a recession. Wow. Uh, which I think was part of the reason the business sold to begin with. That it makes wasn't sense. it wasn't doing great. So you bought a business that mm -hmm. was doing 
what quarter million? About a quarter of a million a year uh, with two or three people at twenty uh, at, in two thousand eight. So at the head of the session. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we. Uh, How in the world did you make it through that? Uh, Especially being new new to servicing people's house because you're working residential yeah. primarily, right? Yes, it was primarily residential, and uh, well, fortunately, the business was run by a couple that were solid, good, very solid people, and the customers that they had loved them. That's huge. And so, service number yeah, one. Yeah. So we had we had customers that, uh, like, hey, you know. This couple that you purchased the business from put our air conditioner in 20 years ago. And here we are back it's now to turn. you to see if you can offer the same level of commitment that they did. Well said. Uh, and so it was really good. Uh, you know, the fo- it wasn't a lack of the phone ringing. What was interesting, too, and this is the way the Lord works, that that winter was one of the coldest winters we'd had on record in a long time. And I wasn't necessarily that great at heating heating and air conditioning though are go hand in hand they yeah. are vastly different they are yeah uh and so uh i had worked on tons of air conditioning air conditioners work in a city that's and we're in south texas 90 percent air Hot. conditioning yeah you know we don't use our uh, heaters very to often. doing that so the lord was really faithful uh we had just a lot of the, the business just started taking off because of the the reputation of the business so that's kind of a lesson in that if so you're going to buy a business do reputable. research the reputation that's a big uh, deal. talk to yeah. people really dig down on that uh that was a big deal for us and uh, so it was a it was a it was a healthy business, but it was run by a couple of folks initially that really weren't trying to grow beyond what they could handle themselves. And they had forged out a real nice living Plus, for themselves. Capacity. Yeah. We talked about this earlier thing. about mm-hmm. having, you know, we, we, we can create something to the point where we feel ourselves mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. We've reached that level, that, that salary, that dollar amount that we wanted to bring in. Mm-hmm. We've, we've hit that. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're at a place, I wouldn't say complacency, but we're just at a place where we're, we're, we're comfortable. Well, and that's a pitfall. It's a trap of, of business is to try to find a, pl- a place to status quo yourself. Sure. Uh, and nothing can, nothing can uh, sustain itself at a status quo. Yeah. If you you stop, always have to be growing, not necessarily always growing in numbers and volume. Try to scale it. Yeah. That's not necessarily the thing. It's, it's deeper than that. It's growing as a person. It's growing. Uh, you know, obviously you want to increase in business, but you don't have to go crazy. Yeah. Well you said. know, small increases, small incremental growth per year is fine. If you're not wanting to go shoot for the stars. I once heard someone tell me, yeah, we're not, we're not trying to grow. We're not trying to grow our business. Then and you're trying to not to well, grow. Well, and that, that in turn, that <laughs> yeah. was us, I think, calling on an engineering firm, mm-hmm. needing some work done. And, ah, mm-hmm. sorry, we're just not taking on new customers. Mm-hmm. We're we're comfortable where we are. Yes. In my brain, immediately was thinking, that's a company that's going out of business. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's going to realize they need yeah. to always be trying to add new clients, take yeah. good care of the ones that they have. But eventually, yeah. Yeah. those ones that they have are going to fall off at some point. Well, business intrinsically is not linear. Yeah, it's that's, angular. That's good. Yeah, so either you're true. angling this way or, or you're, you're angling, angling that way. Yeah, and there's so. no middle ground. Uh, so let yeah. me let me ask you something. So you you went from uh, you know quarter million in, in revenue, uh, not really knowing what uh, really what you just bought into, other than the fact mm-hmm. that you knew you'd kind of secure. In your mind, you saw the couple that was running it. You're like, well, they have a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's better than what I have. Mm-hmm. That's appealing. Yep. Uh, if we could buy that and maintain mm-hmm. that, hit that level, that's yep. that is an accomplishment. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, you far exceeded that. You far exceeded we that did. within what ten years? Uh, yeah. Within well, the business started growing immediately. So the first two years, of bu- we doubled. 
the first year. Wow. Uh, How many people did you, what did you have to do? Did you have to add a bunch of people? Did just you? Just a couple. Okay. So luckily the, the lady that was, that had operated the business, her husband had passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so he was the, he was the, the field guy. She was the office gal. Right. And, uh, uh, and so she stayed on with the business. That's very so good. That was powerful. Yeah. When that can happen, when you have one of the superstars of the business that right. wants to stay and she didn't like say, Hey, I'll stay on if you want. She's like, I'd love to stay on. That's great. And I said, I'd love for you to stay That'd on. That'd be a big deal. Yeah. And so she was really the, the voice of the organization. And I just took the role of the guy out in the field. Wow. Uh, and so we, we added, uh, one technician, one truck. Uh, I remember I bought my first truck uh, and uh, a little Ford, uh, little Ford Ranger. You, you don't know? still have it kicking around the yard somewhere? Do Absolutely you? not. We, <laughs> I was not married to any of the the stuff of the business. Yeah, that's you know, good. It was yeah. all a vehicle. You're able something. to let go of stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. good. Absolutely. <laughs> and so the business started, you know, functioning well and growing. And uh, eventually, I was able to take a salary. About six months in is whenever I took a salary. Sure. So it was really tough until that point. Uh, we really just wanted to reinvest back in the business, make it strong. Uh, and until we had that established, uh, my wife was coming out of corporate America and, mm-hmm. and moving into just really back office work with the business. She just handled the books. Uh, Which is a big part of the business. It's huge. Yeah. You know, you can't trust anybody more than you can trust uh, trust your wife your and yeah. to handle that. And That's so right. we, we just started embarking on every day was something we had never done before. And so uh, if it weren't for the Lord... Uh, you know, really helping us, guiding us, uh, you know. Well, you had to, so. We didn't even want to buy the business. We weren't looking to buy anything. Well, that's a big risk, man. Yeah, we were working on a job and the neighbor came over and said, hey, I've got a guy that's trying to sell his business. Are you interested? And I was like, no. Wow. Leave me alone. I'm trying to do a job here. Isn't that wild to think about Mm -hmm. it? How Within 15 minutes, he had the guy over. (laughs) And it was like, you know. And so long story short, we did the deal, you know. And that, so the deal goes through, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're like, uh, this could be a really good gig. Uh, don't have much to lose. Mm-hmm. It is a risk, mm-hmm. but nothing ventured, nothing gained. It's kind yep. of, it sounds like it, yep. right? For sure. You go into something, you're like, okay, um, uh, honey, we're going to hit, we're going to make this much money this year. And don't mm-hmm. worry, you can, you can mm-hmm. leave what you're doing and just, yeah. we can be together. Yeah. Right. In essence, you guys, right. That was the hope. We had no idea. Uh, I had. I didn't even think like that. Really, it was, it was like I think I can pull a salary out of this that would replace her salary. That's good. You know, we were having kids and things were yeah. things were moving fast. We were going from zero to family pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we we didn't even think like that. I love it. I I thought a million dollars revenue was unattainable. Come on. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's because that's yeah. And so that's six it was, figures to seven figures. Mm-hmm. And not everybody ever. Most people in small business don't hit that. Yeah. They usually stay within that six-figure range, yeah. and so to hit that next, yeah, next digit is a deal. I can't remember which orator said it, but they said, "More money, more problems." Yeah, that was right? Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Yeah, yeah sorry. That's a, he's a conundrum. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, or we, P. Diddy. We just did. We didn't really somebody know somebody else. I don't know. It was sorry. one of those guys. <laughs> somebody, will, somebody will correct you. So uh, yeah, yeah. Down in the comments, you want to correct yeah. me? Do it in the comments. So yeah. I, I. So what I'm hearing is, again, similar story. Um, and, and it's, I think it's a similar story for many people mm-hmm. who, who have launched and jumped into business. Either they start something yeah. from ground up or they walk in and they buy something that's, that has good reputation. Mm-hmm. They jump in, they buckle up and they start just being diligent, just go. serve the client, yeah. serve them well, mm-hmm. and then start adding things that 
you think would do well, mm-hmm. like system operations, mm-hmm. right? A yeah. CRM. I mean, something. Just start tracking yeah. things, right? And start growing. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah. And now you're investing in marketing. You've yep. told me some stories over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, the amount of money you you yeah. guys were, yeah. were spending on marketing just yeah. to keep the machine going. Yeah. It's probably you, too much, but we were learning. Yeah. But, that, but I think that's part of it, right? Yeah. 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 How many employees did you have at your peak? Uh, about 30. It was okay. total within the organization. And 10 vehicles? How many vehicles? Uh, at the end of it, we had uh, 16 or 17 oh my goodness. Uh, vehicles. Yeah. Wow. Between our salespeople, uh, technicians, installers. Your, your salary yeah. grew from when you first started to a lot much, a lot more, right? Yeah, yeah. We went from, you know, $1,300 <laughs> a week payroll. Come on, baby. To, That's a good number. To, 25, 28,000 a week payroll. Yeah, that's you know? a huge number. Yeah. I can remember when we were uh, with, with our remodeling business mm-hmm. and we grew it with payroll and we we're doing a million dollars a year in payroll. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't yeah. think I'm taking any taking any more money home. Yeah. I have to ask Megan if she remembers. Yeah, I we need were, to adjust that. I, mean, I don't think yeah. we were making any more money, but we yeah. were spending a whole lot more money. Yep. So to your point, there's mistakes mm-hmm. there, things yeah. that we could have done differently. Yeah. But again, if you don't try it, if you don't yeah. just get in, you'll yeah. always wonder what if. We had no formal training. Yeah, it was all instinct, trusting the Lord, uh, being faithful to him. Yes. And, you know, a lot of times I talk about people giving to the Lord and it's like there's always a blessing that comes back with that when we see when we put the Lord first in the area of our finance. But it's not always financial blessings. Sometimes it's blessings of wisdom, blessings of knowledge, uh, opportunities as we seek. Yeah. As we ask Uh, and then covering our mistakes to a degree, you know, he doesn't want to completely eliminate the pain of the mistake because that keeps us from going there again. Yes. You know, why? So why? So why get to the point where you've gone from six figures to seven figures in, in revenue, you're scaling you're becoming one of the, the, the largest in the community for mm-hmm. supplying for residential mm-hmm. HVAC services. Uh, I, I remember seeing your vans all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this dude is covered the mm-hmm. market. You saturated mm-hmm. the market very well. Yeah, we had rolling great, billboards. Great all over name town. recognition. Yeah. Um, a guy who didn't go to school for this, mm-hmm. but just understood the instincts. Uh, also, you 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 said you, you added God to your business. You asked God to mm-hmm. instruct you and mm-hmm. to make you wise. Is mm-hmm. that what I'm hearing? You said, please. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and that's, 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 tr- that's true. I think it's deeper than, than adding him. He became more of the focal point of the business uh, in, in our eyes, in our hearts, and ultimately not just wanting him to add himself to our business, but wanting him to structure our business and, and give us the value system. So for us, it was a value system that, that drives everything. And for everyone, it's a value systems. A value system. Whatever right. we value is what we focus on. It's what we work on. It's what it's it's the outflow of who we are. That's good. And so, uh, as that evolved in our deeper relationship with God, then also it evolved deeper within our business. And so it became it became the the thing. You know, operating a business right. uh, the way the Lord wanted to, focusing on the things that the Lord wanted to focus on, the people. The customers and the employees. Yeah, it starts and, there. And, and the it's people are the to most serve important. People. You can't even get into business structure and, and uh, understanding how to operate a business through people, processes, and systems without having your value system set in place first Correct. and letting the, everything else flow and be framed and formed out of that. Uh, out of that. So that's what we tried to do. So you've got, you've got a focus of... You have a focus of God first, mm-hmm. family comes second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what comes third? Yeah. Uh, me making platinum records. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So I think it was Lecrae uh, that said you know, in one of his songs, 
God is number one, the family comes second, the third consists of me making platinum records. And so when we have when we have the the <laughs> chain of priority correct, that's that's a beautiful start. And that's what started it for us. God was first. Uh, ultimately we we grew to understand that business the business business for us was a calling that God called us to. There you go. It wasn't just something we decided to do with our with our other life outside of the church. That's it good. was tightly it was tightly connected. Yeah. It was it was who we were. So God gave a calling on us to be business partners ultimately with him. That's good. Uh, you know, God God is the creator of business. Yes, he is. God is the originator of business. Meeting the needs of others. The first yeah. business partnership was God and Adam in the Garden of Eden. Well said. And so God created this beautiful business plan, business structure, and avenue for business. And then he gave Adam parameters to walk within that business and to function as a partner to him. That's Each it. day, God had business meetings with Adam. Come on. It wasn't just, uh, you know, about Adam, Adam and Eve just needed more uh, people to sell yeah. their wares to. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> they hadn't multiplied yeah. quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was multiplication, but it came from the beauty of the garden and the That's outflow right. of that beautiful thing that God created. And, and, you know, so God every day had a business meeting with Adam. It wasn't just God trying to disciple Adam to be a better Christian. <laughs> you, 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 said you, something, you said something to me earlier mm -hmm. about um, we, we work in addition Mm -hmm. but God works in multiplication. multiplication. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, God, you know, when God talked about uh, uh, blessing us back, it was 10, 30, and 100 fold. So that's what, that's how God thinks. Yeah. God doesn't think in addition. I'll give you one. He likes addition. Two. Addition's good, but addition takes forever. Well said. You know, multiplication is quicker. So you're saying, so you're saying God, the creator is a scaler. He's a scaler. He scales. Well, he said, one, he said, if one man prays, a thousand angels take flight. Wow. But if two wow. men pray, 10,000 angels take flight. So right there, you see wow. the heart of God is multiplication. Wow. It's scaling. Yeah, but does he really care about, does he really care about a service business? Does he really care about an HVAC, a, a contractor, well, a, a paper company? Like, does he really care about that stuff? Well, he does because he created it, but also he does because it's people that are functioning within it. And we're his, we're his source of greatest love. Well said. And so it's not that God wants us to to fix things right or do things right. He just wants us to be right. Is there a significant, is there a significance, um, is there a significant calling that we have as business owners? Absolutely. I, I, and I believe one of the tricks, you know, I've talked to a lot of guys, I've had, I've had meetings with guys before that are like, you know, cause I've functioned, uh, it was prophesied over me that I walk in two streams. Mm. One is the business stream. One is the church stream. Yeah. But the, the water source is the same. It's the same. It all comes from the same thing. Yeah. Uh, rivers all end somewhere and it's at a water source, uh, the ocean, much, you know, much, and much so, larger. Yeah. But yeah. they start from a trickle. And so I've right? heard a lot of guys say, you know, I've, I, I want to take what I've learned in business and I want to step out of that realm and I want to step into the realm of full-time ministry. Mm. And there are those that are called to do that. And there are those that walk in both streams. I Correct. think that's all beautiful. God's diverse. Yes, God can is. handle all different models. But uh, I think it's a big mistake when a businessman that's been called by God to be a businessman on this planet for his kingdom. Yeah. And he wants to put that aside to step into an, to ministry. Mm -hmm. It's not, that's not always God's plan. So there isn't a, you're saying there isn't a separation. There's not. I mean, I, I believe that the calling of business, a businessman's calling is just as significant and, and important as the fivefold ministry callings of the church. God, 
I hear pastors say this. My pastor has said this. God's not looking for a bunch of slick pastors or awesome pastors to further his kingdom. He yeah. wants the people, all the people to be involved in furthering his kingdom. And so we all have a part to play in that. And I think businessmen have a very significant part to play in that. Yeah. Businesses themselves have a huge part to play in the furthering of the gospel. God created his church to be funded in two ways, by businesses yeah. and by the people within the church. That's his plan A for the funding of the work of the ministry. Yeah, the spreading the good news. There's no plan B. Hmm. Well said. God doesn't have a plan B. These are his plans. So businessmen, when businessmen within a church are, are functioning and understanding what God's called them to, to partner with him, to further his kingdom first. Yes. Seek his kingdom first and his righteousness, okay. and then this other stuff will be added to you. Everything else. That's when God for. adds, not when you're scaling your business. Well said. He doesn't want to add it. That's but, right. That's so. Yeah. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of um, thought process with, and, and and you just touched on it, where uh, I have a calling, and so I want to be in full time ministry, mm -hmm. and uh, I've I have that calling. Mm -hmm. And I've applied my calling to my my ministry, and my ministry is my workplace. My mm -hmm. ministry is my yeah my business realm. It's it's the yeah. services that I that I provide for people. And I when someone called me up and said, "Hey, I want you to come and remodel my kitchen," however many years ago, I'd show up and I am a full time Christian. Here mm -hmm. I am, mm -hmm. and I have a tool belt mm -hmm. on, and I am here to mm -hmm. here to build your kitchen for you. And yeah. you'd imagine the people that just open up. You're in people's homes. Mm -hmm. The opportunity for them just yeah. to talk while you're working. Yep. and you're like. And, you, and you're seeing that these people need ministry. Yeah. They need care. Yeah. And so I, for for years, would just uh, would just pray. Yeah. And I would say, Hey, can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. I just pray. Yeah. I'd be in there, be praying. Let the, let the Lord lead that. Yeah. And, for and, sure. and you pray over the household. You're inviting peace into the home. Mm -hmm. There's a number of things. If we just take the moment mm -hmm. and respond as we're prompted, mm -hmm. as we're led, we're inviting the Holy Spirit into yeah. those moments. Yeah. He will add Himself to that. Yeah. And and to know from there. You know, I, I truly believe if, if we're faithful, it's like talents, right? Yeah. If we're faithful with a little bit mm -hmm. and we represent him well in the little bit, he's like, oh, I well, can trust I, I can trust him with some more. Yeah. And the same thing is with resources. Mm -hmm. So if mm -hmm. we sow in, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I, I truly believe uh, we are to generate wealth to care for our family first and foremost. We mm -hmm. have to care for our family. Mm -hmm. With that wealth, we sow into our local community of the church. Mm -hmm. And that church's responsibility is to care for the community. Mm -hmm. From there, we have... A surplus. Well, what are you yeah. doing with the surplus? Mm -hmm. We sow it into advancing God's mm -hmm. work, mm -hmm. the kingdom, spreading yeah. the good news, Absolutely. caring for those who are who are who need care. Yeah. And that could be here locally, regionally, mm -hmm. internationally. It's it's wherever the Holy Spirit prompts you. Yeah. But to sow back into the local fellowship is so important. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so now now you're an invested yeah. partner. Yeah. You're an invested partner. Yeah. And you guys have done that extremely well. Mm -hmm. You've done that extremely well. And you're still you're still engaged. Yeah. Absolutely. You didn't say, Hey, I got business to go do. God, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. I think you are a very good example mm -hmm. of someone who has flowed through life as a full-time Christian. Yeah. You yeah. didn't compartmentalize. Yeah. A lot of guys will, will try to compartmentalize their lives yeah. because we can do that very well. Yep. But this is one area of our life where we never want to compartmentalize the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We don't want to say, oh, that's just, yeah. that's a church thing. Or that's, yeah. that's my prayer time. No, that's, yeah. that's all the time. They're not separate. Then they never should be. Mm -hmm. And if you're wondering why you're hitting roadblock, 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 it, typically it's because you've, you have boxed out the Lord mm -hmm. from that area of your life. Yeah. Or run out ahead yeah. or lagged behind. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, my, my, Megan and I were just talking about it. Uh, we were praying about it. Uh, mm -hmm. This is um, the verse that says, 
my people will be where I am. They, my sheep know my voice and mm -hmm. they will be where I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? When the shepherd calls yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, another hey, that, voice they will not follow. Another voice they will mm -hmm. not follow because the shepherd has spent so much time with them and the sheep has spent time with mm -hmm. the shepherd. So, mm -hmm. of course, we'll be where he is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key thing for, for, for all of us. And we yeah. say businessmen. We're talking about businessmen and women. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The um, <laughs> One of the other things that you're talking about is taking care of people, their needs, their money. Uh, with good stewardship of what they have comes great wisdom mm -hmm. for what we need. Mm -hmm. Right? You had talked mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. so uh, first things, first thing. Keep the first things, the first, first things. things. Yeah. Yeah. And then out of that, you know, everything else flows, you know. Uh, and, you know, uh, for us, you know, within our business, we, we we took a different, a slightly different approach. We really, the the paramount thing was people. And so our customers were extremely important. Uh we we were the type of company we it was almost impossible for us to allow ourselves to leave a person without air conditioning well even it's kind overnight. of it's kind of a critical thing i was just thinking yeah. as you said that i was thinking about we've yeah. had our hvac system go out you mm -hmm. know middle of the night or the mm -hmm. heat system just goes out mm -hmm. and i'm like ah oh, it's gonna be a cold night you <laughs> yeah. know an extra yeah. blanket mm -hmm. or in the in the heat of the day mm -hmm. things are just yeah. And HVAC, it, you don't know when it's going to go, but it's likely going to pop, right? Yeah, yeah. But, and then you guys, you're kind of like first responders. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to have to call us, but if you do call us, you hope we come quickly. Right. Kind of like an ambulance. Like an ambulance. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I know it is. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So. So people were just the important thing. People were the focus. So a lot of it's, uh, it's processes, systems, and people. We flipped that on its head and it was people processes people systems and processes and so we our main focus was the people and our employees as well as our customers a lot of people you know a lot of business say customers come first but then that makes your employees second yeah that's good i say our customers and our employees were both first that's good put them it on wasn't the same, a first and second put them on the same level yeah and so did we care about our employees 150 degree attic two, Dude. three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. No, we did not. Yeah. So what we did was just an interesting little thing, little tidbit is we, at the beginning of the season, I would purchase six, eight, 10 small window units. Mm -hmm. And so if we couldn't get, we couldn't respond or if we couldn't fix the unit because it was dangerous for our people to be up in the yeah, attic at that time. extremely hot. Then yeah. each service truck had a window unit in it that we could loan. Smart. And we didn't, some, some companies lease those out yeah. Right. We just we didn't. It was just a perk of doing business with our company well that we were going to do everything we could to keep you guys comfortable, even in the process. So, you know, obviously, when I was a kid, AC air conditioning was a luxury. Yes, of course it was. Most fans. houses didn't we have had box fans and, and I, ceiling fans. I honestly, to this day, don't know how we survived. The houses but we of, did. The houses built in the 70s mm -hmm. didn't even have or 60s didn't even have ceiling lights. So to have a fan. Mm hmm was a luxury, a ceiling fan was a luxury. Yeah, the first 12 years of my life, I fell asleep <laughs> to the sound of a box fan. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then we had a window unit in the front part of our house that was freezing cold. Yes. Then as soon as you go to bed in the back of the house, there's no air conditioning, it was, it was brutal. Uh, I believe we've, as a society, have become climatized to the point where it's not, it's it's a matter of health at times. Sure it is, you right. Know? And, uh, and so, yeah, so we just, we just tried to make that the most important thing. People were the most important thing. Let me ask you this. Everything else flowed out of that. You're, you're at the, you're at the pivotal point. You're doing very well. Inadvertently, you're making really good money. Mm -hmm. Why sell it? 
Yeah. That's what people really want to know. Why would you sell something that's just going so well? Yeah. No, it's a great question. Uh, and sometimes I re-ask myself that. But, uh, but for us, you know, uh, or earlier somebody mentioned we were talking and they mentioned seasons. Yeah. You know, and we need to understand seasons. And we need to understand that not only do we have summer, winter, fall, fall spring fall. seasons, in, but in, we have seasons of life. In South Texas, we have two seasons. Yeah, we have summer and, and summer squared uh and so uh so you know for us uh we got to the point in our business that it was a couple of things right I, and i believe it's it's two things that that were at work here one is we felt our passion shifting good you know, okay. so that's part of it you know you can't be aware well be aware of especially yourself. in a yeah. business that's as large as we were we, you can never take your foot off the gas pedal. Correct. You've got to always be moving forward. And our attention began, began to be stronger in, in other areas. Okay. Uh, and so uh, so there's that. I also believe in capacity. We talked about capacity. I believe yeah. each of us have a certain level of capacity in business that we can get to. Good. Not all of us are built for to build a $100 million business. Well said. I don't believe I was. Yeah. Uh, just understanding the, the difficulty that I had at a much smaller you, level you achieved huge accomplishment especially yeah, someone who wasn't even raised and it wasn't like yeah. your your background right you personally accomplished a huge yeah but huge the people thing. that i was watching and learning from both online and in person i was never going to reach where they were at and right. and and obviously never but but i didn't feel you like personally, i had but that, that wasn't your capacity. direction and i looked at the at the story it's in the bible where uh, jesus gives a a, a talks in a parable about how the kingdom of God is. And he talks about this, and it's really a business owner, a businessman, a master was getting ready to go on a long trip. And so he brought some of his people to him and he gave to one this amount. Yeah. He gave to another a, a little more. He gave to another a lot more. And he said, take care of this until I return. Yeah. And so uh, we see that th there's twofold thing there. One is that God has placed in each of us unique giftings and That's talents. Good to a certain degree, right? So it's the same thing in ministry. There's certain ministers and pastors that can take a church and build it to a very large number. They have that capacity. Sure. Others do not have that capacity. Right. And so there's an understanding of what we were built for. Uh, but also there's also, you you couple that, the, the contradiction to that is that God always wants us growing. Correct. Always wants us going from glory to glory to That's glory. Good. So, so understanding that and mixing that together, you know, I came to understand that one, God was moving my passion. Uh, and opening an opportunity for me. Yeah. And at the same time, uh, it, I, my business was to a point, it, we were hitting what we call in, is a glass ceiling. That, you know, as businesses go to these different levels, you know, and I don't know exactly what they are now, but the first one is that quarter million dollar yeah. revenue. Then it's maybe three quarters of a million. Those are pretty easy to get to yeah. with a lot of hard work. True. But then getting to that million and breaking that glass ceiling yes. is difficult. We went right and up to maintaining it. We, it. Yeah. Or, and continue yeah. to hit it. Yeah. We did like nine, we did like 800,000 one year. So we were having this really large, like 50% growth. Yes. And then once you get to that point where you're trying to get over the million, it's like 10% growth. Yes. And so one year we did $999,900. <laughs> so Come on, like, baby. Did you hit the million? No. Technically, no. Round up, yes. But it, ish, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, that's whenever it started getting difficult. And so there's these that million, then there's that two million, yeah, that then there's that four million. And so we were we were sort of pushing towards that one of those glass ceilings. Yes. And it was that one that caught that 
required of us the greatest amount of relearning yeah, how to well function said. and how to structure the business. The business needed to be restructured. Makes sense. And it was, and it's a lot of work. Yes. So you had this daunting task of this extreme amount of more work and more learning on yeah, our part. Right. We and, had to become a and, different animal. And in the end, is it worth yeah. it? And in the end, is it worth it for you personally, yeah. you well, and, and your it, family, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole ultimate thing. Yeah, you're doing this with for me. Your... It didn't even go that far with me. It was more like, do I want to? Yeah, that's it. And the reason I didn't want to is because my passion had shifted. And so uh, at that point uh, and opportunity. So passion, direction and opportunity all have to work together. That's good. And so an opportunity came up. I had people working for me that wanted to purchase the business. Even better. Yeah. And so they saw the value of it. They they. You know, they were interested. And so, you know, we were able to work that out over about a year's period of time. And so for us, it was probably somewhat unique to our situation, not completely unique and unheard of, but certainly yeah. unique to us. It was several factors that played into it. You so know? you're not. So at this point, um, this was a few years ago now, right? Yes. That you've you completed the sale. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you've been living on a private island with a jet, helicopters, all that kind of stuff. Is that, that right? And then I woke up. And then you woke up. That was a dream. Yeah, that was yeah, a dream part. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so you're still engaged. You're still engaged with work. I mean, you're still you're still mm -hmm. in the business mind, and yeah, you're still yeah. out there doing different things. I know that, and I think that's what's great about it is that mm -hmm. it's kind of like you had your first retirement, you mm -hmm. know, from from this industry, and mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? Yeah. But I but you still have the mind. You still have the the, yeah. the knowledge. The love the love of the industry, the work with the people, and the and the much smaller scale. I think that's the Same. point. Yeah, you allowing can, me to, to focus my passion in other areas. Which means you don't fully get out of the game, right? Because entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs. Yeah. Pe peoples are, yeah. we're still engaged because we know mm -hmm. how to see, we see the need, we know how to meet the need. Yes. And I think that's the key thing is is knowing a gifting, the spiritual gifting that we mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. And then also I, what I really appreciate about you is that you, you share that with others. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've come to you for a number of times, uh, even just yeah. looking at selling one of our companies. And yeah. it's like, Ken, how'd you do it? Yeah. I mean, really, you were able to do it like that? I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this really isn't that far-fetched. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so to me, that's been very uh, beneficial and helpful is that you will, you're willing to share it. Yes, absolutely. Right? And so, um, you know, as well, we- I got, somebody shared it with me or I borrowed it by seeing somebody else function. That's so right. Those, those attributes are not mine alone to keep, you know. Well said. Mm -hmm. You know, in wrapping this up, um, I think the, one of the greatest takeaways that I have here is, you know, looking at it from where we start and where we, you know, as you said, when you're in your, your <coughs> early twenties, mm -hmm. just looking for a way to, man, just get, get out of like this mundane or this, you know, repetitive, repetitive cycle, this cycle mm -hmm. uh, of going nowhere. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people just feel literally, a lot of yeah, a lot of movement, but no there's, movement. but no, but no, no vertical. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, right. But yeah. no, no vertical. Mm -hmm. And in order to go vertical in our life, we must invite God back in. Amen. We must turn and repent. Mm -hmm. The only reason why God feels far away from any of us mm -hmm. is because of sin, mm -hmm. quite frankly, rebellion, mm -hmm. missing the mark, yeah. whatever it may be. Apathy. Apathy. Those mm -hmm. things separate us from the creator, the one mm -hmm. who created yeah. progress, the one who yeah. created life, the one who created business, as, mm -hmm. as you said. In that, if when once we connect truly with our creator, at that point, things start going vertical. Mm -hmm. They start going vertical. Mm -hmm. And if we do it because we want to know him and know his plan and his purpose for yeah. our life, yeah. instantly at that point, we begin the vertical climb. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's your story. Yeah. And it's still happening. And spiritually and, and all of that, as we climb vertically, 
the other stuff, it follows. Correct. It lags, but it follows. Seek ye yeah. first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and, and these things will be added mm. unto you. These all things. All those things we worry about. Yeah, the things that yeah. we're concerned about yeah. and so forth. So, uh, Ken, thank you for taking time Absolutely. to do this with us. Yeah, man. Uh, I truly uh, I truly believe that this is uh, a good seed in the ground for, for anyone that's here listening. Mm -hmm. um, I want to encourage you to uh, get right with God. Uh, especially if you feel like you're just, man, you're just constantly going around and around. Uh, stop blocking, stop looking at that situation there and, and look up to the creator because the creator loves to add himself to things. He wants to see it grow. He wants to see what you're doing multiply. He's a multiplication. Mm -hmm. He's not into addition. So mm -hmm. again, I would just encourage you to, um, to look first to the source. And, and if you're still not, you say, oh, I'm calling out to God. I'm still not getting there. Well, then take a moment to examine yourself and repent. Whatever it may be, that's mm. typically, you won't hear most business guys talking about this, but guys, yeah. if you truly want to grow deeper without selling yourself to the devil to get mm. there, uh, just turn back to the creator and, and ask for forgiveness in any area of your life. Even if, if it's you're in business and you wronged a customer, make it right. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, just make it right. And at that point, you're unlocking new doorways, new pathways to ascend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And climb. Yeah. And so... Um, if you liked what you heard today, guys, um, I would ask that you would uh, comment down below. Let us know. If you have any questions here, you follow-up questions for Ken, you're like, well, Ken, how did you do this or that? Hit us in the uh, the comments below, and, and we'll get uh, we'll get those comments back out to you and respond to you. Mm -hmm. uh, if you would uh, like, subscribe, and ring that bell as well, we'd appreciate that. Uh, also, you can check out our swag shop, uh, which is shopkingdomairsco.com. Get you some um, merch. Get some merch. We appreciate mm -hmm. that. It's a great way of showing support. Uh, and share this with your friends and family, guys. Thanks so much, and uh, God bless you.